might be. Well, let's get straight into our thinking point then. The Gauteng Education MEC, Banyaza Lisufi, yesterday announcing that he'll engage with law enforcement and various other agencies, including the Office of the Auditor General, to ensure a thorough investigation into millions that have been spent on decontaminating schools in the province, of course. It comes after work done by a maverick citizen that has found over 400 million rand was spent on decontamination in just three months. Lisufi's spokesperson, Steve Mabona, spoke to my colleague Zinga Gunta. The MEC has already indicated that he's dismayed about the millions that have been spent on decontamination, deep cleaning, sanitization, you know, in uh, different schools, Gauteng. Uh, um, well, he has indicated that after perusing the report, is um, actually an advanced stage of consulting the law enforcement agencies, the investigative bodies as well that can assist us to actually investigate on what might have transpired so that we then will be in a position to can answer at the later stage on what transpired, uh, why so much, what is it that uh, was used for and the, the is there any justification? Because we also want to know whether there is any value for money. That's why I said you would also ask the Auditor General to also assist in this process. Yeah. Are there no checks and balances beforehand that look at the costs of things before they escalate instead of being reactive and waiting for outside people to tell you that something is wrong with spending 400 million rand which the Department of Health says is not necessary in some parts. Is there not something that happens beforehand to say perhaps we as the Gauteng Department of Education are going wrong here? Well, there are internal processes that uh, you will go through when you procure. And, um, well, you also need to understand that uh, we are very far from the process of procurement. Like MEC has already indicated that the actually was uh, disappointed, was taken aback when going through the, the report and looking at the figures and looking at the number of companies and the, some of the, man, the amount of money that they would have received. So you then need to give other people to, an opportunity to assist you to understand because you can't take it internally and say eh, what transpired here. They will then give you a report. So if you want to verify and make sure that... Um, Everything that is in the report is justifiable. All right, so that's the uh, Education Department spokesperson, Steve Mabona, giving an explanation and just an account of the MEC's initial response to these reports. So he was shocked, he's dismayed, he was disappointed, as you heard, upon hearing about this and says he certainly had not been aware of it. Hendrik Maganeta is an education activist. Hendrik, good morning. Uh, good morning to you and, and the listeners of uh, SAFM. Hendrik, let's just talk about perhaps your own reaction to the story and um, what the MEC has said. Do you believe him? Well, uh, I think that uh, it is encouraging that uh, the story has come to light and that uh, people can be able to engage with uh, what has transpired. But I think that from where we are sitting as activists in the terrain of education is that uh, 2020 was one of the most difficult years. And indeed, COVID-19 caught all of us unprepared. 
and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, given the fear that gripped uh, the country, <clears throat> it was necessary for for the department to alleviate these fears. You'll remember that most of us were calling for schools not to be reopened uh, when when it was difficult, and and I think that the question that must be answered is whether the GDE was justified to sanitize and, and decontaminate schools at a time when unions and parents were calling on, 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 on government to do something about, uh, you know, schools. And indeed, I'm sure many of us will agree that, uh, you know, the department did the right thing to alleviate the fears uh, by fighting COVID-19, to decontaminate uh, schools and so on. But of course, the issue at hand now is the amount that was spent, which is uh, 430 million rands. And of course, uh, from the, by the look of things, uh, 430 million is a lot of money. But of course, the other question that should be looked at uh, is the value of uh, you know the lives of the teachers and the children. Uh, can anyone claim that the value for the lives of our teachers and children in Gauteng is worth less than 430 mil- million rands? I think that the person who can say that uh, the lives are, are, are worth less than the money, that person will be better placed uh, to blame the, the GDE on the, on the sound of money alone. Hendrik, we're going to continue our conversation in a moment. It's 9.30. Namsam Guli has your latest news headline. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 106.6 FM in Mangaung. All right, thanks for those news headlines. And of course, it was a nomsam truly, but it was Zolakat Kodashe. I shall have your full update coming up at 10 o'clock. We're talking about uh, the monies that were spent on decontaminating and sanitizing schools in Gauteng. 430 million rand, the report has found. Hendrik Makaneta is an education activist. So, Hendrik, uh, let's continue our conversation. What exactly are you saying? Uh, are you saying that this money that was spent in just three months to decontaminate schools um, is money that was well spent. I'm, I'm saying that uh, we, we all know that uh, manufacturers of sanitizers bloated their prices uh, during that period. You know, a simple demand and supply economic concept. Uh, you know, these prices went high and so did the prices of companies that were doing the work. You'll remember that even the Competition Commission dealt with uh, the sudden rise of prices for COVID-related material and services. So my view is that there is no doubt that the department was left with a little choice but to deal with the unreasonable prices in doing the work that was necessary to do. Therefore, I, I've already said that GDE had to, had to sanitize and decontaminate at the best going price available. So the, the questions that must be answered, of course, is whether uh, it was necessary, you know, for them to go with the prices that were available, whether they've been able to give opportunities to broader society, example, businesses, big and small. Again, it is hard to answer some of these questions without all the, the necessary information. 
We also need to check, did they do the value for money analysis in their selection of companies and the work that was needed to do? I've already indicated that 430 million is a lot of money. But if it means uh, lives have to be saved, I don't think we can attach uh, an amount of money in saving the lives of uh, teachers and children in the province of Gauteng. Of course, one of the other issues that has been raised, Hendrik, is the fact that these processes that were being undertaken, so this the, the decontamination and you know the fogging and the fumigation, there were specific guidelines that were given around when that should happen. And there are big questions around the extent to which fogging and decontamination took place in instances where it wasn't required. You know, uh, it, it is a good thing that now that we are a year later, we are able to now see, we can speak from an informed uh, point of view. But you'll recall that at a time when uh, COVID, you know, hit us, the country as a whole, nobody had any information. You know, we did not have a lot of information. Everyone was scared. Even parents were not ready to take their children back to schools, uh, provided that the schools uh, uh, were, were, were sanitized. And it is only now later that we realize that some of these things were not really necessary as such. Mm-hmm. But at that time, you know, we had to all grapple with the fear of COVID-19 and the manner in which we had to do everything to fight it. And I think the department did everything yeah. they could. But, but Hendrik, Obviously, so, so, so the health department in June sent out its revised health protocols, right? And in it were very specific details of when what type of cleaning is necessary and one of the things that was said was that if classrooms have not been occupied especially um, for more than seven days it is unnecessary to be fumigating to be fogging to be decontaminating those were the guidelines that were set out sent out by the by the health department Yes, indeed. I fully agree with you. The guidelines were there. But at this point, it is difficult to tell how many, uh, uh, you know, schools and, of course, how many buildings does the department have. Uh, Already the embassy has instituted a process, and I believe that this process will uncover a lot of, uh, you know, how these monies were spent. But I, I thought that, uh, you know, we must also be very careful not to rush out to condemn, uh, you know, the expenditure at this early stage. Uh, perhaps what we need to do is to allow this process to unfold. I know that he has already been in touch with the law enforcement agencies. And perhaps at some point we should be able to see for ourselves whether the 430 million rents was justified or not. They, but equally, equally, you'll recall that uh, the only statement that came condemning this process is the statement that came from the from the DA. And uh, we all know that, you know, the DA, the party of the white bus, has never been actively involved in protecting the life of the African child. And I'm saying that we're... MEC Panyazali Sufi has already done a lot of work, as we know, 
uh, you know, to better the lives of our learners in, in schools in Gauteng. And perhaps we should rally behind him now to ensure that he deals with this matter and, and bring it to finality. Hendrik, on the issue of the president, or rather on the issue of, of, of the MEC, there are those who are saying that he has failed in terms of providing oversight in what is happening in his department. You don't sound like you agree with that. Well, well I'm saying that uh, the country knows very well. Uh, perhaps what we need to do is to also give the MEC a benefit of doubt and continue to hold him in high esteem, uh, despite the fact that, of course, he was not aware of uh, this big expenditure to sanitize uh, the schools. We hope that the MEC will find time to get to the bottom of this matter very soon and ultimately be able to prove to South Africans that he was actually not uh, involved in some of these uh, uh, expenditures. Remember, SGBs have also been calling on government to give them the powers. They did not want to go through the red tape and so on in waiting for resources in the fight against uh, COVID-19. But more generally, I think that uh, lives of teachers should come first, and we should also be concerned about the manner in which uh, you know, people are not necessarily concerned about the lives that have already been lost. And oh, the emphasis is just on the money. Hendrik, uh, I, I, I have to disagree with you there. I don't think that the, that's what this is about. When people c- complain about irregular expenditure, it is precisely because they understand the value of that money and are asking if this money couldn't have been better spent in other areas where service delivery is concerned. So raising the issues about this alleged ex- wasteful expenditure that has taken place here does not mean that people don't care about the impact of COVID-19 and quite frankly, Frankly, it is an insult to the hundreds of South Africans that are raising questions about the nature of these contracts. Well, well, I'm saying that uh, obviously we'll have to get to the bottom of the entire expenditure. At this stage, we are looking at everything at face value. Uh, I must add that uh, you'll recall that uh, also many departments when they uh, had to redirect their resources uh, to, to in the fight against uh, COVID-19. Uh, they, they, for example, June 16 as an activity, usually they will put aside a, a budget for that, but they had to be suspended, all of those programs, because of COVID-19. And uh, we think that, uh, you know, as a country, we all have to, to rally behind our leaders who are doing everything they can to, to ensure that uh, the lives of the blessed. But of course, e- I agree even, with you as well. E- if, even, if, if there is any wrong where there is wrongdoing, we must just no, no, rally no. behind leaders. No, of course it. not. Of course not. Where there is wrongdoing, obviously the law has to take its course. We have to uphold the, the rule of law. We have to put, uh, you, you know, we have to subject ourselves under the the constitution as the supreme law of the country to make sure that the finances in terms of the Public Finance Management Act are at to. All right. That I agree with, and, and it's something that I support. But I'm also saying we must bear in mind that there are people who might want to discredit the MEC based on the good work that he has already done to ensure that uh, black and white children are able to receive the same education in the same schools.
right. uh, the transformation process that he has undertaken. All right. We must Hendrick, also be careful. Hendrik, thank, thanks for coming on to the show today. I think you are conflating a number of the, of, of the issues. You know, they, there's, there's no way that um, asking questions around accountability uh, automatically means that what somebody has done in the past is erased you know, that they have been been good overseeing one sector doesn't mean that that is still the case in another area. And so these questions that remain need to be answered. And, um, you know, that's that's what needs to happen now. South Africans need to be given a clarity around how these monies have been spent. I'm going to be taking your calls on zero double one seven one four. 2006. Uh, of course, I'm happy to talk about some of the issues that we've put out on the agenda and anything else that's on your mind. The SMS line, uh, 41391. Uh, the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag is SFM Talking Point.